0: It's fucking go. Yeah. come on uh, uh. Cheers, nerds. Welcome to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, the service industry, and drinking in general. And let's not waste time. Let's fucking get right to it. What in the fuck is wrong with people? Just generally, what in the fuck is wrong with you people? I'm at work the other night. This is fucking, and this happens way more often than you would think. And it probably happens in every industry in some sort of way. But, you know, uh, so a little family walk. So I'm working the inside bar. We're pretty busy. Not like no one's losing their minds yet. But, you know, it's fucking summertime now. We're busy all the time, no matter what. So it's always we're always at a pretty high volume anyways. But now since a lot of our our staff has gotten their reps in, everyone's everything's running pretty smoothly. So if we'd have been this busy, you know, a month ago. Things wouldn't have gone so smoothly, but now since you know we've we've all got our shit together, me included, finally, (laughs) uh, you know we can you know we can handle this shit. Anyway, so I'm at the inside bar, which is the bigger bar, and uh, there's really no tables empty at this point. It's like seven o'clock, and a little family walks in. It's a mother and father, uh, probably in their early 30s, early to mid 30s, so not young, and their kid, their little boy, who's probably uh, six or seven years old. And, uh, so you can tell, like if you, if you bartender serve, uh, whenever families do come in, no matter the size of the family or the age of the family, you can always kind of tell who the fucking, who the leader's going to be, you know, who the, who the, who the conduit is going to be, you know, someone normally takes charge and they're like, all right, kids, uh, pay attention. This is when we're going to order this. I'm going to order this for you. What would you like? What would you like? You know it can sometimes be the mother or father but if the mother and father are kind of clueless and they have like a a working aged son or daughter who works in the industry then you can tell that they're like don't worry i'll take care of this you just you go through well just go through me which i respect you know like i do i would i've had to do that in certain situations like not with my parents but like if i'm out with a group of people who aren't used to being, you know, patrons at places. And I'll just be like, hey, guys, I'll take care of all uh, the ordering for us so that uh, I'll be the conduit between me and the server or the bartender or whatever. So when they, walk, when they came in, I could immediately tell that the mother was going to be this person. You know, she was the, uh, she was the leader. She was the, the fiora. <laughs> and um, so she comes in. She sits down. She sits her kid down next to her and her husband down next to the kid. And you can kind of tell that the the husband and the kid are a little mousy, uh, you know. They're not gonna pipe up a lot because mom seems like the fucking the dominating force here. So, mom says, "Hey, um, could I could I have a few menus and could I get a vodka and lemonade and a water, please?" So I was like, "Okay." Mom, this is what this is. Mom's ordering. This is what she wants. So I'm assuming. So with the kid of that age, they normally walk around with like their own little fucking water bottle or something. Anyways, so I assumed that she was gonna drink the vodka and lemonade. The water was for the husband and the kid. You know, either they would just you know share some of the water with the kid or well, you know, I thought the you know kids normally have fucking something on them. They're always carrying some goddamn thing and then throwing it in the fucking beach or in the water. Anywho. So I get them the drinks and I come back and mom orders the food like right away. She's like, I want a, I want a kid's hot dog. I want a slice of this and a slice of that. So then, so I was like, all right, man, fucking easy peasy. I go put the order and I come back and she's like, um, excuse me. I was like, "Yeah, well, hey, what's up? She's like, are you not going to get them drinks? I was like, "What do you do? T- what? Who? They?" Like, and so then, so then immediately, I look. She's got both the vodka and lemonade and the water directly in front of her, not even thinking about fucking sharing with that kid, or her fucking husband. So I was like, "Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you." She's like, "Are they? They would like something to drink?" And I was like, "This fucking bitch. It's one thing if you come in with like your significant other or a friend, and." You know, it slips your mind to order them something, you know, like if if, especially as like if you're the designated leader of the group, you know, it's fine. You like you might forget. But your fucking child, your fucking seven or eight year old child who has no idea what is like how to act socially or, or what the what the cues are to order things in a fucking restaurant. He's fucking seven years old. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, do you expect this kid to be like, um, and yes, I would like a water with just light ice and a, and a slice of lemon on the edge, please. Not saying that kids aren't capable of that, but if I profile you and you walk in and you're fucking your husband and and son look like they're afraid to fucking speak because of the domineering mother, which do your fucking thing. Like, but if you're going to fucking, if you're going to be that, you're going to have to fucking take care of all their orders too. Because when I asked the dad what he wanted, he was like, um. He looked at his wife to almost check to see if it was okay if he got a fucking water. He's like, uh, uh, uh just, just a water, please. And I was like, hey, big man. You know, I was talking to the kid. I was like, hey, big man, what you want? He's like, uh, could I have a Coke? And mom was kind of like, yeah, whatever, get him a Coke. But I was like, this fucking lady. And, and she tries to put that shit on me as if I wasn't going to, like, as if I was neglecting her fucking child. What the fuck? God, it, was, it pissed me off so fucking bad. And... I can't say anything, because obviously, because I'm just like, I'm not. well, if she's the leader of this fucking crew, then there's no battle I'm going to try and fucking have with her, and, uh, it, and I was just like, and so I was sitting there thinking, I was like, that's like taking your fucking dog for a walk, and not paying attention, and just looking at your phone, and it's trying to piss, or take a shit, and you're just choking the fuck out of it, trying to drag it along, because you're like, I'm taking you on this walk, and all I care about is that I am out here walking, when the fucking dog's over there, like, please, just let me shit, I'm trying to shit, last time I shit in the house, you whooped my ass. That's like, that's like buying, buying someone a fucking vibrator, knowing it needs goddamn batteries and for their fucking birthday or something and not getting them the batteries that they fucking need. Hey, here's your empty vessel. Go fucking go find some batteries on your own there, toots. What the fuck, man? This shit is so, and like, you could tell by the body language that, that she, uh, it was almost as if. She had this little slick fucking look where she was like, I know exactly what I'm doing. This is all just a fucking, this is all just a game to me because she knew good and goddamn well after she asked me for those two, I looked at the husband and the kid, but they didn't look at me because they were too afraid to look at anything except the menu or their phones or whatever. And she she knows that I paused there for a second to wait to see what they wanted or to wait for her to order something for them. That shit was, man, I was like. I was like, this is fucking – this is high-level fucking psychopathy right here. So And so then turns out, like, fucking – so they get all their food and stuff, and, like, by the time they leave, it it was, like – it was an entirely different – it was, like, an entirely different experience because, like, once they had eaten and were, you know, drinking water and Coca-Cola, they all began to talk like a normal family because there was no conversation until – after the food got there so that's why that's why i sort of assumed that like mom was the leader and i guess i was wrong uh it's not often that i'm wrong <laughs> i'm so fucking right all the time no not really but but that that goes back to like the body language thing you know like you're pretty like especially as a server like you this your skill as a server sort of depends on how well you can profile people or how well you can read body language and how people are doing someone's asking me the other day actually I've had a lot of people ask me this before, <clears throat> or, or not ask me this. I've had a lot of people, like, say this before. They'd be like, man, you know, non-service in- service industry people, they'd be like, you know, man, if, uh, if I was working, you know, if I was bartending that night that you were working and that guy said that to me, he would have seen my face and, and known I was pissed off. And, and I wouldn't be able to to hold back the way that I would look at these people, and then, you know, I'd just get fired from my job and shit like that. And I'm like, actually – No one notices your fucking body language or your facial expressions when they're at the fucking bar. They don't give a good goddamn about how you're feeling. They only care about how they're feeling. Because I have fully made as much of a stank face to innumerable amount of people trying to fucking express to them my disgust and my distaste with them. And it never, they never, ever, 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 ever. No, they never fucking get it. But... Turn around, on the other hand, even if I'm not having a bad day, I'll walk into the bar, and I'm bartending. And, like, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I have to definitely have a fucking resting bitch face. I get it, whatever. But I'll be having a great day. But for some fucking reason, people seem to notice. They're like, hey, what's wrong today, buddy? Are you okay? Why, why, Why are you so angry? I'm like, I'm not fucking angry! This is my face! This is what my fucking face looks like! I'm not angry! But... When you try and fucking show them anger, and you try and show them fucking distaste and disgust, and you try, you're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" They're like, hey, "So what's up, buddy, man?" I fucking completely turned my back to people who I've been talking to. Oh, I like literally faced my back to them, and they're so like, "Yeah, so anyways, I was just wondering if uh, blah blah blah." I'm like, "No one like," it, and it's not even. I, I get if it, it, some people are incapable of like understanding like subtle facial expressions or 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 body language and shit like that like I I I get that if it's if it's subtle but in a bar setting in a service setting where it's like what your each individual that you're speaking to like like when you're talking to your friends if you're sitting side by side at a bar it's not often that you're going to be staring into each other's faces you know so you can miss some subtleties and some nuance and some inflection there but as a bartender looking at your customer, you're literally face-to-face with the person that you're talking to every time you talk to them. There's no such thing as like a, uh, a side conversation while you're bartending because every person that you're speaking to, you're dead ass in front of them eye-to-eye and face-to-face. So if they can't tell the – and fuck, fuck take fucking being drunk out of it. I can get drunk as fuck, and if I'm looking at someone dead in their face, I can read what they're feeling pretty pretty well – just by fucking looking at it. you can tell when someone's like confused their eyebrows raise you can tell when someone's mad their fucking eyebrows lower you can tell when someone's like you can tell when someone's pissed because they like they smile but not in a fucking a friendly way i mean not going into all this fucking dumb facial expression shit but it's just sorta of, it's it's so fucking strange that it, as much as you can try to 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 um to emote what you're feeling to a customer those motherfuckers are never going to notice but if you if you aren't smiling for one fucking second of your shift, I'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Not, not happy to see me? I fucking hate that double standard. And it's like, it used to bother me a lot, but now like, now I try to like, I, I, love, I love living inside of cringy, like, awkwardness. So, and my favorite thing to do now is when, when someone mentions something like that, like, um, hey, man, what, what's going on, man? Like, why, why don't you smile or something like that? If you just stare back at them without saying anything, uh the uncut you have to be willing to live in some silence you know depeche mode enjoy the silence you have to be willing to live within it but if you just look at them and not like not avert their gaze like always just stay looking into their eye then they'll immediately feel like they have to ask you another question Like, well you know what i mean like you just seem like you're upset i mean i don't know if there's something going on but you know what's up man why, why what I mean, you, you you seem really you seem really mad, and then you walk away. It's the best. And not everyone is psychotically antisocial as I am, but and then it's weird for the for the job that I have. But the thing is, being up there four or five days a week, all of my fucking social life happens, or you know, even if it's if it's not my chosen social life. But I work at a place where. I have a lot, lot, all my friends come there, you know, like any really close friend that I have, they, they come up there at some point, you know what I mean? So I do, so that does tick the box of like me seeing people that I care about and that I love, but it also means that my interaction with people in fucking general is I'm fucking, I'm toast on that, like in my own fucking free time. Like, so I ordered some, uh, we, uh, I live pretty close to a park over here on Tybee and the park. They just got um a disc golf course out there. It's it's like nine holes, and it's kind of small, but it's it's fucking cool because it's literally in walking distance from my house. <laughs> and the same park we used to go out there and play um, like ultimate frisbee, except we played like fucking super hood rules where it was like we tackled each other, you know, not like wrapped arms around each other, tackled each other, but we were fucking rough out there. We played like fucking dirty ghetto kids, you know, that shit was fucking dope. But and we had some real um. <laughs> ultimate Frisbee guys come out there at one time and <laughs> they didn't know what what <laughs> they didn't know we were playing that fucking sandlot game, you know? We're playing that fucking that fucking that fucking balling ass, fucking uh head button, teeth fucking bleeding, fucking ear holes hit, fucking ultimate frisbee. So they came out there and we we're we we're knocking these dudes around there like, hey man, the space above my head is my own. The rules are we we're like, oh man. Uh, hey, man, you came to the wrong game, I think. Sorry, dude. But that used to be fun. But, you know, that was us playing with a group of people from work and, you know, whoever would show up, really. But we used to have a fucking really good turnout, but that's kind of hard to do anymore. But um, so I, I ordered some – um, ordered a little beginner set, a putter, a mid-range, and a driver uh, disc golf set off of uh, Amazon.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. But uh, so – went out there today with my girlfriend to toss the discs around and I was like oh yeah other people play this fucking game so I was out there and we're like we weren't we weren't trying to like play nine holes or anything because it's literally I just got the fucking the discs today we just wanted to go out there and throw and then I was like I was walking around trying to not be where anyone else was but it's a nice fucking it's a nice afternoon on a Friday on in a fucking beach town so obviously there's like hundreds of fucking people out there is what it seemed like to me and today and like on on my days off like today I went to the fucking post office and to the grocery store with a fucking full mask and sunglasses on with my earbuds in, just so no one would even like attempt to talk to me so now I'm trying to think that I'm going to go out to a fucking busy-ass park and have a good social fun time playing fucking disc golf trying to dodge all these other fucking people because I've been out there just shooting basketball at the park when the disc golfers are walking around and I'm sure they're like I'm sure they're nice people But I've seen them cross each other's paths, and like they'll sit there and have like a full like ten minute conversation while they're supposed to be playing a fucking game. And I'm like, this I'm not I don't want to sign up for this inter for this social interaction. Like I can't I don't want to stop and chat today. I just want to throw these fucking discs and like be outside and not talk to anyone. I thought because I play regular golf, so you choose to go out with like two or three of your fucking friends that you choose to go out with, and it is fucking rare that you run into anyone else while you're actually playing the game. Now while you're at the clubhouse, yeah or when you're done yeah whatever but you expect to there but when you're out on the fucking on the holes you don't expect to run into people so like it was it was such an immediate like fucking culture shock when i walked out there i was like oh no people i just my disdain for just the general public in general now that i've been in the industry so fucking long my days off like, you know like I, I there's some like like if you're a server and you get off at like a normal hour which i don't But if you're like a server and you get off like 1030, I can understand like popping out and going to going to a different bar to get a drink, you know, to wind down when you get off work. But that's not a part of my life that I live. Like when I get off work, there's no when we close, everything else is fucking closed. So so I do all that while I'm at work. So on my days off, people are like, hey, man, let's go. Let's go drink somewhere or some shit like that. I'm like, fuck, no, man. Like my ears are still ringing from hearing all the fucking idiots last night. I don't want to fucking, I just don't want to be in public, but on your days off, you do have to go to like the grocery store and to the fucking post office. So you can fucking, man, I was living my best life during COVID because I just wore a mask every fucking wear, no matter what. And like, and no one ever tried to talk to me. Well, sometimes, but you know, that cut off like 90% of the stopping chats I would normally have to have whenever I was out into the, (laughs) I was out in the fucking general public. It was fucking amazing. So that was sort of a sad. So maybe disc golf isn't going to be for me unless I am off during the days. And like uh, if I can go to the park when no one else is out there, like a like a like a sneaky little fucking burglar, I can go steal a couple rounds of fucking of disc golf. And what the other thing that was upsetting is I was like, man, I'm going a, I'm to a be fucking great at this. Like I've thrown Frisbees before and shit. I fucking suck at throwing them fucking disc disc golf discs sorry if I called him Frisbees, so you disc off uh purists I guess. But yeah, uh that was it was kind of it was kind of soul crushing. I was like, hey look, another recreation that isn't, you know, partying. And then I was like, Oh, that means you have to be around fucking people. <laughs> Come on It's another twenty bucks Amazon fucking dot com gets from me for fucking nothing. Speaking of Amazon, you ever heard man, I got a buddy that I work with. He uh so he he's at a party and uh, I guess it's a party with some fucking douchebags or something because they were like, "Hey man, we're, uh, I really like your shirt. What's up with your shirt?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the shirt. It's cool, man. Uh, got it off Amazon." And they were like, "Oh, Amazon?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I got it off fucking Amazon." And they're like, "Look out for Mister Amazon over here," and he was like, "And then he's, he goes." The vibe changed completely after that. No one would fucking talk to me. I was like, "Are they like Amazon shaming you? Like, uh, like, hey bro, only shop local?" Because I'm like. Show me where to get some fucking disc golf discs locally, motherfucker. Like, there's just certain shit like, look, I understand, man. I'm with it, man. Like, I buy fucking coffee for more than it should cost because I will support my local coffee place. You know, I buy fucking, I buy all sorts of shit for a higher premium because I like helping my friends out with their fucking businesses. But don't fucking shame someone for ordering some shit off fucking Amazon. There's some, there's some shit you can only get off Amazon. Look here, motherfucker. I bought some rotors for my old Terra back in the day off of Amazon. These things weigh like 150 pounds, which if I'd have gotten them shipped or gotten a fucking a garage to order them for me, I would have fucking paid so much more because this garage would have fucking upcharged me so much just for making the fucking order for me. And the shipping on things that, that, that weigh like 100 pounds, it's fucking insane, but not with Amazon Prime, motherfucker. I got shipped for free, so stop Amazon shaming. Stop Amazon canceling, man. There's people out there, poor people out here. They need that free shipping, man. So he's like, yeah. The rest of the night, no one will fuck with me because I bought my fucking shirt off Amazon. He's like, y'all said y'all liked the fucking shirt before you found out it was from fucking Amazon. And that's funny how that shit works. I've definitely, I've definitely been like, I've heard, I've like heard a song, and I've been like. Or, you know, like the intro to a song. i would be like, damn, that's fucking dope, man. I'm fucking, uh, who is this? And they'll say something like, oh, it's fucking Nickelback. i and be like, god damn it. I liked it until I knew who it was, sort of thing, you know. So I, I get that fucking concept. But Jesus fucking Christ, you go on Amazon Shaman dude. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking Karen of the week. Oh, shit. It's the Karen of the week. Don't harm me. It's the Karen of the Week. That's terrible. Gosh. Goddamn right. Oh, shit. This week's Karen of the Week is brought to you by Inferno Hot Sauce Emporium right here on Tybee Island, Georgia. Come check them out. They got all the hot ones, hot sauces. They got they have tastings. Brian's a cool dude. Just go over there and say what's up. get chat some hot sauce. So to this week's Karen of the Week, this lady, I, was, I was outside bar. I walked into my shift, and these people had been there, obviously, for a few hours. So it was a group. Uh, They were all probably, like, 50-ish. So it was, like, two ladies who were having a fucking great time, it looked like. And then four of the fucking most fucking cookie-cutter white old southern dudes that you've ever fucking met. Like, if if you dreamt one up in your head, like, what they would wear and how they would act, like, halfway entitled mildly successful but they act like they're richer and more successful and more and smarter than they actually are because they they have that that small dick complex uh that we talked about last week so um so they're all pretty hammered whatever and uh right when i walk in uh the the leader lady was like um uh, hey are you the name bartender i was like yeah yeah she's like you're cute <laughs> I was like cool yeah uh, you want anything she's like not right now but we'll get with you and then like at first i profiled her as like drunk old lady that i didn't want to talk to but then like she seemed like pretty nice after that so i was like whatever but so they were all pretty hammered they had already closed out with the person before me so then a couple minutes passed and they're like oh we'll get one more of this one more of that whatever so i give them to them they closed out immediately you know they were like so they're kind of chit-chatting and and i hear him going well why don't you just ask him just 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 ask him let's just go ask him and I, can, I i'm overhearing the these whispers but i'm you know i'm not going to turn around and be like hey what you want to ask me <laughs> i'm just going to let one of them pipe up and like ask whatever this fucking question is so uh the lady was like hey you're cute she goes hey um excuse me um do you, any of your friends drive i was like is this to start to like a fucking terrible pickup line or does she think? Or does? Or is she? She's pretty drunk. So is she trying to say something else? And she's just miserably failing at asking me a question. <coughs> so I was like, "What? Excuse me? What?" She goes, "Do any of your friends drive?" I was like, "Like drive a car?" she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, you mean like a taxi or something like that?" She goes, "No, just drive. We need a ride." And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah, my friend. Yeah, I have friends that drive, but..." Uh, she goes, well, call one of them, tell them to give us a ride into Savannah. I was like, well, no. <laughs> Number one, like, if if I knew you at all, or no, there's no fucking way I'm calling anyone for any goddamn body. That's not a cab. So, so she was like, well, where are your friends that drive? I was like, look, man, fucking yeah, I have friends that drive, but I'm not. I don't. I can't call anyone to like come get a group of strangers and take them somewhere. And she goes. Well, where where are they? I was like, well, either my friends are at work right now or they're drunk, you know, and can't drive. You know, I'm just trying to fucking trying to save this shit from I'm just trying to give her an answer that she'll fucking get through her dumb fucking hairsprayed head that she'll fucking understand so I can move on with my fucking life. So this fucking cuck-ass, old fucking piece of shit dude turns. He goes, he doesn't have any friends that are responsible is what he's saying. <laughs> I have a tiny dick. So then I was like, really, dude? Huh? I was like, um, who's the fucking irresponsible one that there's fucking five 50 to 60-year-old fucking adults out here who didn't square away a fucking ride from the bar that they fucking went to? Who the fuck is irresponsible in this situation? Of course, I'm just thinking this because I'm looking at this dude like, one, I would just love to fuck this dude up physically. But, you know, that wouldn't be worth it for any fucking buddy. And two, like, I'd like to say some shit to him. uh, But, like, that's only going to make our fucking relationship last a little bit longer. And I'm ready to break up at this point. So all I said was I was like, man, if there's only something like Uber or Lyft, (laughs) someone should invent something like that, you know. The dude, he goes... We've been trying to get an Uber for the last hour, Mr. Smartass. I was like, that's the best thing you ever could have said because I'm so happy that you sat here. Probably not even knowing how to use the fucking app on your goddamn phone anyways. But I'm glad you've been sitting here unable to fucking have your wishes met. I'm glad that at least on on this day that I got to see you disappointed by something. I'm glad that something didn't work out for you. So they end up sitting there for like, probably another fucking 30 minutes and the Karen of the situation she comes and asks me again she's like why are you not helping us and I was like this isn't a situation where I uh, that I that I'm capable of helping you number one this is very inappropriate for you to ask a stranger to call another stranger so that that person can drive a group of drunk strangers if you were at the bar at like fucking two in the morning and we had had like a fun, you know if you had been up there you we had had a fun night and you had tipped well and you're like oh shit uh, i should have fucking i should have gotten a ride earlier this and that and you were staying somewhere close then maybe there's a possibility that either i could fucking drive you when i fucking get off or someone there is leaving that is capable of driving i could be like hey this nice lady and her friend and uh, you know need a ride you know somewhere close but you want to go all the way into fuck like literally like a 45 minute drive she was like, but we have cash, and I was like, and number fucking two, bitch, and you, you fucking cuck-ass dude, people, th- this aggressive fucking I have cash shit, people think that like just because they're willing to pay for something, it, that that means you automatically have to fucking like, do something for them. I don't know if I told this before on the podcast, but this dude that asked me for a cigarette, He's like, "Hey man, can I have a cigarette? I'll give you two dollars." Like, "No, nah, you can just fucking have one." He goes, "Well, let me get three and I'll give you ten dollars." I was like, "I only have three. I will give you one for no money." But he goes, "How about fifteen dollars?" And I was like, "This is fucking disrespectful, dude. Now you're fucking pissing me off. You act like I can be fucking bought." So this fucking bitch is like, "But we have cash, dude." I was like, no one gives a good goddamn if you got fucking cash. Not, no amount of money is worth taking you and you fucking busted-ass old men who've been following you around for the past fucking 16 years probably, <clears throat> trying to fucking trying to impress you, always getting fucking friend-zoned, going to bars with you when you're trying to take fucking all the young bartenders home. Fuck you, ca- I, but we have cash. What the fuck does that mean, any goddamn way? But we... <laughs> but we have cash. Bitch, I got cash. And guess what the fuck else I got? A fucking ride home. Bitch. Alright, guys. Thank you all for listening again this week. I'm Paxon is From Behind the Barcast. Hey, give me a uh, send us some suggestions for Karen or Darren of the Week or uh, any uh, fun bar stories you have. Send them to from behind the barcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram. It's at From Behind the Barcast. you want to send us any fun shit it's P.O. Box 191 Tybee Island Georgia 31328 we love y'all see you next week